Welcome to Real Black Contenders Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about relationships. We are going to talk about relationships, right? We're going to talk about marriage. We're going to talk about comments. We're going to talk about men. And we're going to talk about women, right? Involved. In love. You can't separate them. And then something kind of happened. And then that kind of, that changes the game, right? You know, we had a conversation on the podcast. And, um, you know, that conversation was entitled, my husband cheated on me. What should I do now? Stay or should I leave? Right. And that was a good conversation because it's always interesting when you talk about relationships because, you know, that's a different kind of, you know, that's a different kind of highway. That's a different kind of street. You know, that's a different kind of transportation when you start talking about relationships because, uh, it's sensitive, right? It, it's it's a sensitive topic. And these are real scenarios and real issues that, you know, it takes place in the village. It takes place in the camp. It takes place in the black community, right? This is our relationships. This is our marriages. This is our union, right? And in that conversation... We got a sister that made a comment, you know, our sister Jordan. And um, in the comment, you know, the way I received it, she was pretty much saying, you just can't forgive for cheating. You know, you just can't, you can't forgive your wife. You can't forgive your husband. It's just easier just to get a divorce, right? And, you know, the direction I feel like our sister Jordan was going in was that, you know, um, you should just leave and get a divorce because, you know, having a spouse that's cheating on you, that's stepping out on you, that's, you know, that infidelity, right? That creates a mental instability for the other partner. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going to. It's going to cause depression. You may lose some weight in a situation. It's going to cause anxiety. You know, that act of infidelity, it could put you through what eventually what could lead to mental health issues because you it's a stress overload, right? It's something, you know, it's a it's a powerful thing to deal with, right? Um, you know, when we have conversations on Real Black Contents Forum podcast and we're talking about history. And we're talking about current events. And we're talking about relationships, right? Um, relationships is a little bit more tricky because in order for us at this platform to just give like a relationship advice directly, you know, we will have to know you personally. You know, and so then, of course, the conversations in general, but we will have to, you know, because see, when you're talking about that, you know, especially something as sensitive as instant infidelity, right? When you're talking about that, you know, and you do not know a person 
personally, you know, you can't really give any kind of direct relationship advice. We can only provide our point of view, right? Because see, the reason we could not give direct relationship advice because ultimately, sister, or ultimately, brother, see, we don't know your karma. See, that's the one thing we don't know here. We don't know your karma. You know, I'd be rich, family, if I had just a hundred dollars. <laughs> but every time somebody complained, you know, a husband, right? Complained about catching his wife stepping out. And then he gives you the story. And that, you know. That infidelity thing, when you feel betrayed, it kind of puts you, you know, it gonna, it's a victim kind of like mentality. You, it just, it, you're a victim, right? And because you're a victim, you can only remember what was done to you. Then you kind of scratch that surface just a little bit, right? You just ask a little bit more questions. And then that very same husband that was talking about that wife, he caught cheating and she's stepping out. You start to figure out certain things like his character flaws. They're like, well, how did you meet the sister? And he, well, she was, she had a boyfriend when I met her. I took her from the boyfriend or she had a husband. And then I was her side dude. And then we, you know, her husband found out he left her. And then I tried to create a new life with her. And it's, it's all this kind of stuff. It gets muddy. You know, if you don't hear that, you hear something like, you know, they've been together for five years, 10, 15, 20, 25 years, something like that. And then the first part of the marriage, he was stepping out. And then later, she stepped. If I had $100 for that story, I'd be rich. And sometimes the brothers, they don't see the karma that's involved in it. Because, again, that betrayal puts many of our people in a victim state. Because it's an act of betrayal. When we talk about infidelity, it's just that's a fancy word. It's just an act of betrayal, right? But the same thing go for our sisters though too. A lot of our sisters, they talk about how their husbands, they stepping out, they cheating on them. These wives are upset. And again, that act of betrayal is putting our sisters in that victim state. You know what I mean? Oh, it just these low down, dirty men, they ain't nothing, ain't nothing. And yeah, we get it. You know, we heard the story a time or two, right? But then when you kind of scratch that surface, you know, that sister, she ain't got the most squeaky clean background either. We start hearing things like, you know, when she uh, at this job or that job or she was running around with a man, he was married. Right. And then we hear when she was in college, she ran around with a man that was married. And then her and this married man, they freaking and they having a good time. And she feels as though all of that stuff just goes away. Because now she's a bride. She's a wife. But sis, that pain. You know, that pain that you put out in the world. Sis, you're going to see that again. You just can't do things to hurt women. You know what I'm saying? That with wives and you single, you don't really care. That stuff come back around sometimes, sis. That stuff always come back around. Big Mama gave us the game, though. Big mama say what goes around, it comes back around. 
that man that's messing with that married woman that shit don't go away they freaking they having fun they rendezvous you know they got all these rendezvous they meeting up okay and then one day he's gonna meet a woman that same man that's running around with that man wife he gonna meet a woman one day and she gonna take his heart he gonna love her and guess what's gonna happen to him somebody is going to be running around with his wife see most of this stuff we dealing with is really karma especially in our village we do not get that shock until it happened to us then it everything registers because i can tell you you know any any brother that was a player can tell you hey yo you rock with the ladies you got the charm you got the charisma but you just playing the game we just we're gonna put you on that mattress we playing the game and then any player can tell you eventually you meet another woman and you you got that same charm and you got that same charisma but guess what you're gonna take this one serious you didn't take the other one serious you're gonna take this one serious because that's you got a different kind of attraction and different kind of vibe to her and you know what that woman gonna do she gonna do to you what you did to other women because what goes around so a lot of this stuff is it's a it's a karma thing for real it's you know you just you know you sold it you got to come back and you got to reap it you know what goes around it just came back around right and again that pain of betrayal i mean man it's gonna you know you're offended it's gonna put you in the victim status but sometimes you gotta come out of that victim status and see and think about what you did right and you know as you was going through the different stages of your life and just make sure this just ain't something that that just came back around it's important that i say this as well right because you know you know my background right it's just um you know beloved listen a man can only take you or a woman can only take you as far as they have been in their life right so there's there's never going to come a time that you're going to come to real black continents for a podcast and i'm going to be big enough divorce because a man again he he can only take you as far as he been a woman can only take you as far as she been and you know we're not on divorce over here you know we're not on divorce we understand fully that the only way to save the black nation and the black family is through the institution of marriage we don't have no outs over here for marriage not for us not for men we don't have no outs you know we may see you know if fit for if it's too much for a woman because see women can break their minds is not you know their minds and i'm not calling our sisters weak but their minds can't channel pain like a lot of ours can right and the way that we as men tote that load of responsibility you know that we're responsible for the family so it, it you know for us to cut and run out of a, a relationship or marriage that's not befitting for us as men we you know we're the anchor of the family you know we're the providers we're the protectors this is our position as men we can't we don't have that option to cut and run so that that kind of conversation beloved i, I mean you can't you ain't gonna come here and get some 
leave your spouse talk we ain't gonna tell you to leave your spouse we're gonna tell you to stay with your spouse right i just gotta listen check this out i just gotta let me just give you a little background on myself right this is your brother vj this is your uncle vj right the way i was raised beloved i was raised by men i was raised by men i i had the opportunity right check this out that when i was 12 young teenage years 12 13 14 i can remember being in a room with me my pops my granddad and then my great-grandfather my great-grandfather didn't pass away till i was 19 i was damn near 20 when my great-grandfather passed away so we all sit in the room together i just this is normal for us i mean we you know those old timers they like that baseball i never liked it they like they watch these chicago cubs all day long they like the dodgers because you know they let the you know any any team or any organization that did something for black folks you had the hearts and minds of the men in my family so they love the lakers and all this so it was certain franchises that they, in the sporting world that they love right but here's the thing about relationships when i sit around my fathers my pops my granddad my great granddad they always talked about the sneakiness of a woman they sneaky son you know um you you know they they step out from time to time you really can't trust them they're led by their emotions the whole you know what i mean that old macho bravado talk you know that was the conversation i was raised on right now even with that conversation i never coupled up the fact that well shit this is you know my granddad is married to my big mama you know my pops is with my mama my great-grandfather's with mama dear i never thought about it like they could be talking about the women in their life i thought they were just always talking about women out in the street somewhere you know what i'm saying because the men at that time that's just how they kind of did it right but they always talked about how you know my grandfather he had a saying he said you know he said a, a, a man got to work and it only take five minutes that was his biggest you know that was his line a man got to go to work and it only take five minutes he's talking about how fast infidelity can happen how fast and how long it take for your wife to step out it don't take long right so just growing up right dig that i used to always kind of position it in my mind that well maybe you know these you know maybe a man just gotta meet the quote-unquote right woman and it won't happen to him you know what i mean i never understood why they always talked about that right but then I figured out why later. I figured out why later. The reason why my grandfathers and my pops them always talk like that because they was grooming me and my first cousins and you know my baby it was my brother and all that. They're grooming us as men, as young men to leave us with no excuses. They was taking the legs from underneath us. We didn't even know it. That's why they talked about it so much. They always talked about a woman stepping out so much. Now, what that does is that if you eventually, as a man, you get a wife, I could never now go to my pops or go to my granddad or my great grandfather, peace be upon him, because my grandfather is no longer here. I could never go to them as a man and say, man, I just caught my old lady doing this funny style shit. You know what I'm saying? I just seen her do because they would approach me like, yo. But we told you women do this already. So deal with it. 
Because I came from a No you knew how it worked You just deal with it family I came from a family of men Right that if you sold dope You knew This is what comes with selling dope Right jack boys Jail and the grave So if you got Lucky And got jack boys In jail Cause you know you can get that grave thing That comes too If you got lucky and got them too That's on you Because you knew the risk We always told you the risk And get involved in it son So you go out there and get involved in it You just gotta hold that You got to hold that pail of water by yourself That's what comes with it We don't wanna hear nobody crying We don't wanna hear nobody complaining That's how my fathers talk to me Now As far as the women folk in our family is concerned Big mama and them They were saved folks they was what they would call as a slang. They was holy rollers. My family come out the with the the apostolic. You know what I'm talking about? Holiness church. <laughs> Yo, they ain't even let the women. The women, you know, ask somebody that's from the from the south. They ain't even let the women wear pants. They had to wear head covering and pants on. The women didn't wear no makeup. It was something different. And if you went against the institution of holiness. And you went out as a man and you got you a woman as Big Mama would say, she's in the world, then you that's what you got. You I couldn't come to my mom or my big mamas and say, hey, you know, I got a wife that's doing this and doing that. They don't want to hear that because they're gonna say, Well, she's not saved, son. What you expect for a worldly woman to do. So this is the I'm just talking like this is my foundation. Now, when I got into marriage. My mind is already set. Can't nothing break us up. Ain't nothing gonna break me. Ain't nah, man. I ain't got nothing that's gonna nah. Ain't shit gonna break us. Not me and mine. The breakups that happen in the dating part. Once you cross over and you stand before God, and you stand before the congregation of witnesses, and you take these vows, they your vows. That's it, baby. That's it. So again, a man can only take you as far, that's as far as your brother VJ went. Your brother VJ, that's not an option for no for the men and my family and myself. No, that's no option for us, right? Now, here's what I can say, beloved, right? Here's what I can say about that. You know, um, the men in my family and my aunties as well, they was players. Right, my, my uncles was uh, they were slick, right? They was players. I got some aunties that's they slick too. There's players as well, right? Um, how can I word it without throwing my folks under the bus, right? I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how can I word it, right? Because these, you know, my family is who I picked up the foundation of marriage from, and how it should work. So I, I, it'd be best if I said this way. My aunties ain't perfect, right? They married my uncles, right? My aunties ain't perfect, and all my uncles that I got through them marrying my aunties, I can I will say this, right? There's nothing you can go to any of my uncles that married my aunties and tell them something about their wife. You know why you can't do that? They already know. I don't care how sneaky the shit was. 
my aunties is gonna tell their husbands what they into right okay now let's come back to my uncles my uncles they players me myself i mean we come from the city of players detroit is the city of players right okay my uncles though they wives know them nobody can tap none of my aunties that's married to my uncles and run into them on the street and say hey your uncle was in this or your uncle was in that or that man that you married to is doing this or that man you married to is doing that because you know what their wife already know we don't we don't have that our relationships how we were taught they wasn't built on secrets so now let's bring it all full circle let's take everything we learned and we're gonna put it all together what i've learned what keep the marriage together and i hope my sister jordan is listen you got to be best friends because on the spiritual level us in the village in the camp and the black community we not marrying devout religious followers we ain't marrying righteous folks your husbands ain't righteous your wives not righteous they not waking up striving every day to be righteous i'm not talking about some church folks you can go get some folks that go to that building on sunday and they do all kind of shit through the week i'm talking about those that wake up and strive to be righteous that's a difference now when you marrying that kind of woman and that kind of man you don't, you don't have to deal with a lot of outcomes but when you in the world right when you in the world and you like to your wife in the world your husband in the world the only way y'all really gonna make it is that y'all got a strong forgiving spirit and y'all best friends y'all got to be best friends so here on real black content the form podcast you know we encourage the sisters sister make sure that you're marrying a man that's the he's the male version of you if you was a man sis your husband should be the male version of you big mama say equally yo if you are a man and you looking at a woman that woman beloved should be the female version of you right that's that's the female version of you so all the game that i got from my pops my granddad my great-grandfathers and my family i had to kick that to my baby brother because he was too young to remember that so when my baby brother got married i always brought up infidelity to him hey man you can't really trust these women. the same sayings hey man you really can't trust these women man you got to be careful they sneaky bro you know what i'm talking about they do and you know we live in the age of technology it's a lot of sneaky shit going on now it's easier to do it now but i tell them hey man you got to be careful man these women is this they women is that why do i tell them that though i'm telling him that the same reason that my father's told me that i'm taking his leg from him now if he ever god forbid you ever stumbled on some funny style shit that's going on in your household brother there ain't no big enough reason to get no divorce we told you that they these women was like that from the beginning i told you personally they like that from the beginning so i i do what not i encourage my brother my real black content form podcast family that come on and rock with me and listen as everybody that's married i encourage them work on your friendship don't worry about that marriage right now work on your friendship with your spouse 
That friendship gonna take your marriage to places that you wearing that spouse had it ain't gonna take you. Yo, watch this, right? Watch this. My sister Jordan, she reached out to us, right? And she said, you know, she said, you know, that, that shit can give you a, a mental breakdown. And she said she was dealing with her husband doing some funny style shit, right? She's dealing with betrayal. You know, that she's dealing with betrayal. There's no way you can kind of get around, you know, that's betrayal, right? Okay. Sister, if you listen, I, I'm just going to say this and it's going to sound left field. Brothers, if you're going through something similar, I'm going to say something that's going to gonna sound a little left field, right? The hardest question that you can ask your spouse when you catch them doing some funny style shit, when you sit them down, because I know you fussing and all this old, you, you know, if you're a black woman, goddamn, you damn sure fussing and you clowning and everything, right? When you talk to your husband, though, Right, because she it sounds like you're going through a thing, sis. When you talk to your husband, I want you to ask him one thing. I want you to ask him, say, when you was meeting up with your side woman, I want you to tell me how much you enjoyed it. I want you to just to tell me how she made you feel, and I want you to tell me how you'd enjoyed it. Now I want you to follow me on this, sis. That question is going to take off the spouse hat that you're wearing because you his wife. That question is going to put the friend hat on. Because now you just want to know, damn, baby, just tell me how you, because you're talking to your husband. You're saying, damn, baby, just tell me how much of a good time you had. I don't want to hear nothing. I, I, I know y'all was Rodney Vaughn and meeting here. Y'all was meeting up there But now I just want you to tell me How you enjoyed it What was so fun about you and this other woman What did y'all do I mean Tell me how she made you feel good Just That's all I want to hear And just be quiet and let your husband tell you How that other woman made him feel good Because now you his friend And then ask him Damn you think I could do You know if I'm If I'm willing to do more of that What she was doing how that's going to work is you going to be able to do you want to continue to be with her or you want to how you you want to just be with me and her or see this is how friends talk this is how friends talk y'all best friend when he started to talk you got to listen he's going to tell you well she does this she does that i like how she feel when you know what i'm saying and then you just that's the real counseling that's the real power that's how you take that relationship to the next level because, you know, he he's no child now. You can't talk to your husband like, oh, stop it, Johnny. I told you don't do that anymore. Stop it. And he just going to just, no, it, that doesn't, you know, y'all got to, when you talk as friends, you figure him out. Same thing for our brothers. You catch your old lady doing some funny style shit, you mad. Be like, damn, man, he got them, he blowing your back out. God damn, I can't, I'm working hard and all this. You know, cause, you know, black men, they get into how hard they, I'm working hard and I'm paying this and I'm paying that. <laughs> he stopped talking about how many bills pay. <laughs> when you, when you look at your spouse, bro, say, baby, you meeting up with Jamal. I ain't seen all the texts in your phone and shit like that. Did you enjoy yourself though? 
Tell me about the parts when you met this dude. I don't want to hear nothing of the weird shit. Just tell me how you enjoyed yourself. Tell me how he made you feel. This is a no judge free zone. Now, you ain't a husband no more. You're the best friend now. You're the best friend. Not for nothing. Asking these questions. They will eventually, if y'all just can't get past that, it'll help you in a future relationship. But you know why it's important to learn to be best friends? The craziest thing I hear about couples is this. They'll tell you about how it was infidelity that broke them up. So when they talking to their brother Vijay, I said, all right, you know, you that woman went out there and got a piece of meat. You couldn't handle it. You know what I'm saying? That man went out there, got him a piece of meat. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't handle it, sis. You know what I'm saying? They went out there and got to some flesh. Y'all couldn't handle it. Okay. So then I say, well, tell me about y'all relationship minus the infidelity. And you know what's so crazy? It's a bunch of good shit. Well, I like the way he do this. I like the way he do that. Oh, I like the way she do this. She can cook. You know, my family love her and this and that. And I say, damn, dog, you going to throw your whole shit away for a piece of meat? Then I asked the sister, damn, sis, you're going to throw your whole thing away for a piece of flesh? Because here's the thing that's tricky now. Here's the thing that's tricky. It goes back to the karma thing. Now, if there's some karma you're dealing with, you can leave your spouse that got 70% of the shit right or 80% of the shit right in your life, maybe 90% of the shit right in your life. They just can't stop fucking off. But you know what's going to happen? If it's a karma thing now, you can leave that person, but there's no guarantee the next person that you're with, you won't have the same problem. See, that's the, when you're a human, see, that's the thing about being a human. Nobody can promise you what they're going to do in the future. Nobody can promise you what they're not going to do. Only thing a person can promise you is they're going to try to be committed to you as the vows that they gave you. That's the promise because that's all vows is. The vows is the promise, right? That's why I really don't, I don't understand how people get a divorce and then they, then two years later, so I'm going to get remarried. And I'd be like, well, shit, what vows you finna, y'all, y'all must have wrote up some whole new vows for this marriage because I know you ain't finna get the same old vows because if you're going to stand on the vows that you gave, that bride talk, give her vows. That husband talking, give his vows. If y'all ain't standing on the vows that you already took before, what you gonna come up with? A whole new set of vows in your next marriage? I don't know. Maybe that's a different story for a different day, right? But can't your next partner can't guarantee you they're not gonna cheat on you. Your next wife can't guarantee you she ain't gonna cheat on you. Your next husband can't guarantee he ain't gonna cheat on you. You can't leave one human to go for another human like it's gonna be a guarantee, and there ain't no guarantee. That's why it goes back to the, the friend thing. You know, love is overrated in the marriage. Take it from a brother that's been married over 20 years. Love is overrated. You don't really need a whole lot of love to. You don't take a lot of love to keep no marriage going. Nor to take friendship and respect and caring. Because, see, once, see, once y'all become friends, there's certain things that a man can love you and cheat on you every day. A woman can love you and cheat on you every day. She love you. 
She love you with all her heart. And then she go get a back, blow it out. Jojo, meet her up. They go to a little room somewhere. They go kick it. But she love you. Now, what friendship does is friendship opens you up to your partner. And then it opens your partner up to you because y'all married. And then they know what makes you feel a certain kind of way. And then you know what makes them tick a certain kind of way. Now everything is different. It's a different vibration. It's a different connection. Right? Okay, so now watch how this going to work. Right? A man to hurt his wife. But he won't hurt his friend. That's Did you catch that? That's deep. A wife would do some shit to hurt her husband. But that same wife, she's not going to do nothing to hurt her friend. Once you get burned as a spouse, what you going to wake up the next day and still play the spouse game with your spouse? That's not going to work. They burnt you already. We got to do the friendship thing because something about black folks, black folks don't know how to turn their back on their friends. They don't know how to do dirty shit to their friends. We haven't came up in a culture of marriage yet. So we don't know how to be married. We coming out of single parent homes, broken homes, drug infested homes, alcohol abused homes. We we marrying up somebody who we coming out the crack era. So their mama was a crackhead. Their grandma, they got substance abuse issues. They coming out of relationships where there was domestic violence. Granddaddy only said one thing to Big Mama. Then after that, he put his hands on her. We coming out of some serious shit now. So we ain't got the marriage thing down packed, but we got the friendship thing down packed. Your prisons is filled with folks. Right? The prison is filled with folks because they was friends with somebody. They ain't snitched. They ain't tell. They went and did some heinous crime. They only went alone because that was their friend. Black folks is experts at being friends. And when you know that, when you have a problem with your marriage, you teach married folks to convert their marriage to a friendship union. And then that friendship union can carry you back to the marriage union. And that's all we do on Real Black Content Form Podcast. Lord knows I got friends on both sides of the tracks. Some is good folks. Some is gangsters. But I love them both. Some scammers. Some selling pussy. Some in the church house. Some in the mosque. I love them all. And once you understand the power of friendship. And you see that friendship can carry your marriage. That's how we, you know, we fix our relationship problems. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Sister Jordan, we thank you for hanging out, man. This is Real Black Conscious Forum Podcast, man. Big VJ. I'll get it with you guys later. Peace.